Welcome to Revenue Radio. I am Stacey Tobin and your host, and I am so excited for our guest today. I met David about a month ago, and when he started sharing about his path and, and the companies he worked for, I was blown away and knew I had to have him on Revenue Radio because as second stage business owners, it is so helpful to learn from people who have done it and done it big. So thank you for being here, David. Yeah, no, thanks for having me and, and welcoming to your really cool <laughs> studio here. This is awesome. Right. I'm impressed. Our CMO, Sabrina, uh, built it out and did a fabulous job. So it's an honor to be the host yeah. here at Revenue Radio. Well, you know, I, I know you've had quite the career. I'd love to hear a little bit about that and your sure, experience. Sure. No, I'm uh, 22 years into a, a finance career. Um, I've worked for a variety of companies, and interesting ones, um, public companies, private companies, large family-owned businesses, private equity-backed. So I've done a little bit of everything. Um, for the last 10 years, I've, I've been in three CFO roles, um, a consumer packaged goods uh, business. So manufacturing. Okay. Um, and then uh, I was the leader of a, a CFO leader of a veterinary platform, very large uh, um, business. And then most recently human healthcare in the behavioral healthcare side. So a um, variety of experiences, you know, I say my domain expertise, if you will, is, <laughs> is multi-unit consumer slash healthcare businesses that, yeah. that tend to be, uh, have an affinity for growth. So I've had a lot of experience with, um, scaling both revenue and profitability in, in large organizations. Yeah. And I'm glad we're going to talk about that today. And, you know, I think it's interesting because CROs and, and CFOs sometimes, you know, get a, CFOs sometimes get a bad rap, right? And we're I the think bad guy, though. You are. I was trying to say that nicely, but I think, you know, as a fractional CRO, when we go into companies, it is so important that we pair up and work well with the CFOs because the company is going to scale and grow so much better. And so that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on today. You know, we put on an event called growth amid uncertainty, uh, on earlier this week and yep. you raised your Great hand and, and asked a wonderful question about profitability because I think so often second stage CEOs try to grow their company and they get advice to basically grow at all costs or yep. they'll start one off trying to do things like, oh, I'll dump a bunch of money into marketing, you know, without looking at the global picture. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about profitability and maybe even your question that you asked and yeah, let's go no, down sure. that path. So, you know, our economy goes through cycles and we're in the midst of a, a cycle change now, but the reality is we've been living in a boom period really and have. for a lot of entrepreneurs and, and businesses, the focus has been three, three priorities, grow, grow and grow. <laughs> and uh, I think, you know, the economic environment's changed. It's it shifted. We've been living in a, essentially a zero interest rate environment for a while. Yep. And those days are over. Maybe they'll come back. I don't know, but they're over. And, and so things are changing. And so I think companies and CEOs need to have uh, revisit the priorities. Yeah. Uh, it's still about growth and that won't change. Um, but I think you need to be equally focused on cash burn. Yes. Particularly for a stage two company, um, as well as profitability and margin. Right. right? So it's grow cash burn and, and margin versus grow, grow, grow. And, um, <laughs> well, and when we as CROs and CMOs are going into companies and building out the go-to-market, what kind of things can we be thinking about to really ensure that we're setting our CEOs up for success? Yeah, no. So um, I believe if you're not growing, you're dying. That's right? true. That's so very grow, true. Again, I want to reiterate, I know this is, this is uh, <laughs> revenue radio, right? So growth is- We're not is, saying no revenue. <laughs> so growth is important, but I think- it, 
it's the quality yes. of the revenue that is uh, needs to be laser focused on right now. Um, I think there's really important things that CFOs should be partnering with their CEO and the entire leadership team, frankly, on that maybe were not priorities or focus areas in the past. So, oh, interesting. Um, you know, I think for maybe your audience, understanding the lifetime value of your customer. Yes. What is that customer generating? And what is the duration? What is the lifetime value of that revenue stream? Um, because they're not all equal. They're not. And I think in the second stage, sometimes what we've seen when we go into companies is they're not collecting the data or having, you know, a tech stack that enables them to be able to capture that. And without yeah. that information, it's hard to make really smart decisions. So right. I'm glad that you're right. talking about lifetime value. So LT LTV is super important, but but in conjunction with looking at LTV, I think you need to understand your CAC, right? Yes. The, the, the customer acquisition cost. And I think this is where in, in these uncertain times, we really need to peel back the onion, so to speak. <laughs> and because, because we, in, in finance, we call this fun with numbers, right? Like you can... That sounds like an oxymoron. It, I feel like it, there's it, some it, people cringing right now. You know, <laughs> it, the, the idea here is um, how you define some of these things matter because yes. they will give you different answers. So if you think of your CAC or your, your, your cost of acquisition mm -hmm. uh, or cost of, of, of acquiring that customer or that incremental revenue, um, is it simply the marketing campaign you drove is mm. it the investment in seo or or is it is it more of the that um the marketing part yeah or have you actually or is it the incremental salesperson because sometimes we define it and we stop there but really i think we need to understand what else is what else are we spending money in the organization on to support that account yeah right and i think in this phase what we heard and i think you heard mary at the event say you know opinions are valuable but data is priceless. And yep. I think a lot of CEOs in that second stage uh, sp experience aren't able to answer those questions yet. And yep. making that a priority, I think, is really important. Right. Because I think it's where I'm going with this is if you know your LTV and you know your CAC, then what is your CAC payback? Mm. You need to understand, like, what is the break even point? How long does this revenue need to be generated consistently to pay back the investment to get that incremental customer, that incremental project? Right. Um, because that will give you a better uh, idea of the profitability of that revenue. Because again, not all revenue is created equal. <laughs> it isn't. And I feel like it, in your early days, revenue is such a vanity metric that there's so much like, I want to be a $5 million company. I want to be a $10 million company. But if you're losing money, that's not a win. Yeah. So and, that's actually a good segue. I think cash burn is super important to be focused on. Right? Okay, so, say more. So um, how much cash are you burning or the revenue, incremental revenue you're generating, right? Yeah. So there's, look at your cash burn ratios, right? Yeah. If you're generating, if you're burning $100 of cash, so to speak, to use simple numbers, <laughs> if you're burning $100 of cash to generate $100 of revenue, that ratio is one. Right. If you're burning $100 of cash to generate $200 of revenue, that's a ratio of 0.5. Obviously, the smaller the number, the better. The right. bigger the number, uh, the more scary and troubling your business can become, right? So again, quality of revenue, quality of earnings, being super focused on not just the P&L, but the balance sheet. Right. Um, and then things like working capital, right? And we talked about this the other day, is this is the time to be looking at your receivable balances. Are they aging as you would expect? Are they aging in line with your contractual terms? Right. Because 
Revenue is worthless if it doesn't convert into cash. It's true. It's cash in the bank that matters. Like cash is king <laughs> is one of my fundamental beliefs. Right? So when I so, think all this is a big shift, right? You know, in the boom days, as you mentioned, it was, you know, just grow, burn money as, as much as you can, but make sure you're growing. You know, we look at people like we work. Yep. You know, they grew at all costs and we saw how that played out. Right. And what's so great about being a fractional CRO or a fractional CFO or a sure. full-on CFO is supporting the CEOs on this process because I think CEOs um, who are listening might be even glazing over at this point, right? Because not all CEOs, uh, that this is sort of their strength. And so I think having that support and having people to come in to be able to, you know, get through all the things we're talking about and really be intentional instead of reactive. I yeah. think that's something that's so important and what we do a lot at House Revenue with companies. Yeah, I, I'm sure all, all those CEOs out there are laser focused on their business and they probably live and breathe it 24 hours a day. Yes. But are you truly understanding the real economic performance? Mm -hmm. And are you pressure testing your assumptions? Ooh, say more right? about pressure that. testing. Um, is, is this the right revenue stream? Have you, have you segmented your revenue? Have you understood and prioritized the kind of customers that are the ones you want long-term? Right. Um, are you looking at some of these metrics like I'm talking about, like LTV and CAG and CAG payback? Are you looking at working capital? Are you um, creating reserves and a war chest for strategic investments or maybe just to weather this economic storm right. that... I don't know. I don't have the crystal ball, but it could be 12 to 24 months, maybe longer. Right? right. So are you, are you laser focused on generating cash? And, and, you know, I used receivables as an example. Another one would be your payables, right? I've actually been in businesses, large successful businesses. And I'm actually, you go and look at the data and you're surprised you're actually paying your vendors sometimes faster than necessary. Right. <laughs> so like, look at that, right? Like maybe it's just the, the payment mechanism or the schedule of your, 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 the way your AP department works, maybe you're paying sooner than necessary. You certainly don't want to pay later than you should because that's not good business. Right. But are, then is this the time to be looking at your suppliers and vendors and, and, and renegotiating payment terms? Well, and I think that fits, you know, I've talked before and I've been on the show about the entrepreneur catch 22. The things that made us successful to get to that second sure. stage are not the things that help us beyond and moving fast and just quick and, and being reactive has helped people to get to where they are. But what I'm hearing you say is that second stage to get, you know, further, you have to sort of slow down to speed up. Yeah. And that's why, you know, for us, we go in and take a month to audit, research, and create a whole 12-month go-to-market plan. And it, you know, because we want people to be able to do what you're saying, because it's, you know, that just reactive stuff doesn't work anymore. Right, right. And and so I think the partnership with your accounting and finance team mm -hmm. is super important. Get to know those uh, good folks. Um, yeah. Instead of having that, oh, relationship, right? You know, I, I, the best finance teams are those that add value and, right. and are, are welcome to have a seat at the table because, you know, uh, I believe um, good CFOs are as much as we're co-pilots and we look for where things can go right and sure. we encourage the CEO to pursue those things. We're also custodians. We look for oh, where things can go wrong. Okay. And we, our job is to help mitigate the risk. Right. Right. And so, um, you know, it, it is our job to be the yin to the yang, or however that works, um, <laughs> with the CEO. And, and just make sure that we're being very diligent and thoughtful mm -hmm. and, and looking at the data um, and, and, and peeling, again, peeling back the onion, dig deeper. Don't, you know, when we think about return on investment, people generally understand that concept, sure. but, but it actually gets more complicated when you ask the question of define return Yes. And define investment. Is return incremental revenue 
Is it incremental gross profit or is it incremental gross yeah, EBITDA margin? Right. Those are three very different things. They will give you three very different answers. Um, and likewise, on the investment side, and just to reiterate what I mentioned earlier, is the incremental investment the, the ad campaign? Is it the salesperson you added? Well, maybe. But how about the, the operation support that you had to add to manage that customer? Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of burden costs out there that you want to make sure you're making decisions eyes wide open and fully understanding the true cost of your business. Um, well, and I think, you know, if I was a second stage CEO and listening to you, I, I could see myself saying, yeah, I totally get it. He's right. He's right. I can't afford a CFO like him. And I think because of that is why the fractional models have become so popular. Sure. Because I think people are starting to recognize and understand I need people like you, but taking on a full-time CFO is a little bit uh, above me, so to speak. Same with bringing on a fractional CRO, CMO. I think that model has really boomed because of that. Have you seen that as well? Yeah, no, I think everyone needs help. Everyone's <laughs> looking for a, a good good finance professionals today and because and they, they can pay for themselves rather quickly. Um, but, but maybe you can't, let's your point, let's yeah. say you can't afford those resources. Because that's why we're making sure that we're covering my, our bases. Yeah. So my provocation to, to those who maybe are at a stage where they don't have this kind of support is just ask better questions. Oh, give us right? an so example. Like, I, I'm a big fan or believer that the quality of the business you run will have a lot to do with the quality of questions you ask. So just, you know, go to that five why don't stop too early in understanding, you know, don't say, why did this happen? Say, why, why did the why happen? Right. Oh, so ask Dig the deeper. question why five times. Cause when yeah. you said five, why I'm like, is that five years? What is he saying? No, five. So ask why five times yeah. when you're facing something. Yeah. Just so that even if, even maybe if the only outcome is better self-awareness yeah. around what you don't know. And again, that's a, a, about being slowing down and being intentional is what I'm hearing, but yeah. having to ask yourself why five times. Right. Yeah. Wow. Well, I feel like we could talk all day about finance and making smart decisions. Is there any point that we haven't covered that you want to hit on before uh, we call it a day? I would just say, uh, again, if you're not growing, you are dying. So I get, I get it. Revenue and growing your revenue is how businesses maintain sustainability. But cash is king. And if in any market, it's this market that that focus needs to be there. Mm. So um, really, really work on the quality of your revenue um, to ensure that you can weather a storm that may be here for a couple of years. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, David. It's been a pleasure speaking yeah, with you. I know me. our CEOs learned so much from you and I look forward to maybe having you back. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.